Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, guys? Welcome back into the Dog Check. My name is Max Loeb. I'm here with Eric Metcalf. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, just looking forward to football season. It's getting closer and closer. We got preseason games, which isn't the same, but we know it's in reach. And so, because, you know, this is the dog days of summer when you're talking about TV and sports. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so I'm, just, I'm just looking forward to uh, football being on tonight and, and throughout the weekend. Yeah, there are only, only so many baseball Guardian games you can watch. There really are. Um, but you're right. It gives us something to talk about, which is awesome. And uh, the preseason has been great. The Hall of Fame game last week was awesome. I want to know your thoughts. What, what, did you, what did you think of what we saw on Thursday night? You know, I'm out there really be honest. You know, I was there for the hangout more so than the <laughs> <laughs> for the game. You know, yeah. when, when you're in that atmosphere and it's, and it's the Browns playing, it's, a, it's, it's more fans around, so it's about being in in in, t- in touch with those guys. And, and and I watched some of the game and saw a few plays, but my focus was on being able to hang out with and interact with fans around there. So I liked the game. I mean, at the time, I didn't know who was winning or who was losing and yeah. how, how they scored. But when it's all said and done, when you look at stats and look at certain plays, you're able to see that certain guys are able to, to make plays, do things that we expected them to do, uh, and – and and then you get to see like some bad things that happen. I mean, I know that's on your list as far as negatives and all that, but yeah. I'm 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 like disappointed with us missing the field goal. That those yeah. that, that I I'm, I'm skipping to your negatives already. Well, let's I, let's talk that, negatives. That's one of the things that that bothers me is because that was something that was a problem last year, and so now we yeah. start off we start off in the Hall of Fame game where there's really not much pressure. And, and, and we missed the, the, the first field goal, and so that that right there was a downer for me. And I and we got to we got to get that fixed. Yeah, and it's not like it's a backup kicker going out there. That's Cade York. That's our starter. And you know, we week one in a game that could be pretty close, regardless of who's playing quarterback for the Bengals, he could line up for a game winning field goal or game tying tying field goal. It's definitely not a good sign. I think that was the biggest negative for me, though. I'm, I'm glad we brought that up right away. Just. Clear the air, elephant right. in the room. Like, let's just get that. It is Cade York. It's just, I don't know. It's a ghost in Cleveland. The kicker. It's you never need. You didn't know how good the Browns had it with Phil Dawson. It's it's crazy, right? right? I mean, because there's been so many, and, and there's been guys who, who've done well and and kicked well at at times. But we need some consistency. We need it to happen all the time. When when Cade when Cade York goes to Carolina last year and wins the game, we say, okay, yeah. this is why we drafted this guy this high. Yeah. And then it's it's ups and downs, peaks and valleys the whole season. And then we start out this year with missed field goals. And so kind of disappointed in that. Hopefully uh, we got a couple of weeks to get that right. Yeah, it's good. It held more reps, hopefully more preseason attempts too, but it's good. It's good. I, I There were no other big negatives that stuck out to me other than maybe Kellen Mond. I didn't think Kellen Mond played great. Right. I, yeah, that, I think the, the interception was just a force. Yeah, I think he tried to force that in there, and so I mean, he didn't play, he didn't play terribly, but he didn't play great. He was he was, he was very average just uh, the other day, and, and so like you said, there weren't many negatives, guys. Uh, no, pretty much in a game like this, it's, it's more about seeing how certain guys are going to respond. I mean, there are going to be some some mistakes just because it's their first time playing against someone else, 
and, and, and the speed and tempo is a lot different. So there's going to be some mistakes, and I'm sure they that they can be ironed out real quickly or easily. But I think um, overall, it was, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, very good game. And one one person who rose to the occasion was Dorian Thompson Robinson. It was great to see. Oh yeah, and I and I think you know I I watched him play uh, a lot in college, being on the West Coast and being at yeah. UCLA, and so you you get to see a guy like that all the time, and he and he's. And he's perfect for the offense. If you look at that that quarterback room with the, that the Browns have, for the most part, everybody is the same kind of player. Yeah. And so, if, if, I mean, obviously, some people are a little better at things than others. And, and hopefully, Deshaun is the guy. But when when you're looking at it, it, it makes it a lot easier for uh, Stefanski or whoever's going to call the plays to call the plays because you don't really have to change much. Yeah, I mean, and so when you have all these kind of players, it, it, it makes it easy for them. And I and I think uh, DTR did a, a great job. He proved that he he can throw the ball. He was like eight for eleven for hundred plus yards, or wait, eighty some yards or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think he may have cracked hundred. It was close. Okay, and 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 a touchdown. Uh, he also had some some good runs, and so everything that he was able to do in college, he was he was doing uh, on Thursday. So yeah. I, I like to see that from a young guy. He came in there poised and, and did his job and, and gave himself a fighting chance. Yeah, good throwing the ball, good on the ground, and he threw a block for a touchdown too. I don't know what else you can ask for in a quarterback. It was it was pretty cool seeing him throw the block for Felton on that touchdown. It was it was something. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times you you like to see that, but it is preseason. And, that's, yeah. and you yeah. don't want to get hurt doing something like that. I mean, that yeah. is the game, but when you're trying to make the team – for someone like him, you got to do all that you can. And so people know now that he will go out there and, and try to throw that block to make sure his team scores in order to help the team. Yeah, and the passion. Like, you could see just that, you know, running for a first down. Like, this is, I mean, it's cliche, but, like, these are the, these guys' Super Bowls. Like, they're they're fighting for a roster spot. So seeing that, seeing that want to was awesome. And speaking of that, the want to in the running back room I thought was awesome. That was my big thing going into the game. I was like, you know, Jerome Ford is great. He's the backup. But if he goes down, which he did the week after, unfortunately, if he goes down with something, who's going to step up? Because they're going to depend so much on running the ball. And you saw, I thought Felton played well. I thought Kelly played well. It was really, really good to see them be efficient with their touches, take care of the ball as well. I thought it was good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a crowded room. We obviously know Nick Chubb is, is the guy when it's all yeah. said running. And like you said, Jerome is the backup, but it's good to have guys like uh, John Kelly and Demetri that can do other things. Yeah. That, that add to this running, to the, to the running back room, because now once again, when you're talking about Stefanski calling plays, there's so many different things that he can do with his offense. If you, if you put two guys out there, if you put Demetri and Chubb out there, Demetri can uh, spread out or he can be in the backfield and, oh, yeah. and run the ball. Same with John Kelly and, and Jerome Ford. And so, it's, it's the versatility that these guys are displaying that, that makes them uh, guys that you, you have to keep. Now, yeah. when, when you're talking about being third and fourth running back, now how do you contribute in the special teams game as well? Mm-hmm. Because if, you, if you don't do anything on special teams, then the chances of you making the team aren't great. Right, especially when you know who the, the, the main guys are. So you have to be able to contribute in special teams also, and I think they both can do that. Yeah, I think they. I think they can. I think if it's Felton, it's the return game. I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see if it's still DPJ. If they put somebody else back there, I'd love to see Elijah Moore 
go back there. It's going to be fascinating to see who they go with in the return game. But, yeah, I think you're right. You're in a crowded room like that. The difference between a 53-man roster and not making it, it, it almost always is special teams for sure. Yeah, and that's and these guys got to know that. I mean, yeah. they're not going to get all the touches they want or that they had in back in college. You're mm-hmm. not getting it because Nick Chubb is getting the, yeah. the majority of those touches. Then it's going to be Jerome Ford. So these guys have to be able to step in there and make plays when they get those opportunities. You know, I mean, if Demetrius is considered a a third down back, then he has to be the best third down back that he can be, whether it be oh, running yeah. the ball on draws or, or, or sweeps or catching the ball. And so those are things that I'm, I'm sure these guys have talked about with their coaches and and, and know that in order to, uh, to make the team, like you said, they're going to have to uh, contribute in special teams. Yeah, very, very much so. But overall positive, positive experience from the Hall of Fame game. Moving forward to week two, I think they're going to be in a good spot. But before we talk about that, we got to talk about Shelby Harris. The Browns signed Shelby Harris yesterday bulking up the defensive line even more what do you think i mean it was it was a move that was tipped off like a week ago he was brought in and it was kind of pushed to the side then yesterday they signed him what do you think i feel good about it because you know we we signed some guys in this offseason and and even drafted somebody uh, but i i think we still needed some depth in there yeah we, we needed a a strong veteran who, who started in this league and, and, and played well that can go in there and, and, and stack up somebody's offensive line. So we got that in, in Shelby Harris, uh, looking forward to him being out there. So now you, when you have guys like this uh, the, and you have the depth at the position, you, you can do it almost like Philadelphia did last year. Yeah. They, they were they were sending new guys in every other play. Mm-hmm. And, and these guys were coming in fresh and ready to go. And that's why they had one of the, the top defenses in the league. And I think this uh, signing Shelby Harris – affords us the ability to do the same. You know, guys don't have to go out there and play uh, 90, 90% of the time because they're our best players. You have guys who you might be a little better than, but when he's at 100%, he's better than your 85%. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah. And so and so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I like I like the move that they made. And now, now, now guys who are already here have to step up their game mm-hmm. because they know if, if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, they're not going to play. Yep, exactly. Somebody else is going to leapfrog him. And it's not like Shelby Harris is, is purely a depth guy. I was looking at it this morning. The The leading defensive tackle on the Browns last year, I can't remember who it was, 36 tackles, five TFLs. Um, Shelby Harris last year, 44 tackles, five TFLs. Like he, He's arguably a more productive piece than right. anything the Browns have had at defensive tackle. Then you put him next to Dalvin Tomlinson now with – Garrett and Zadarius Smith on either side, like good luck, especially if they can keep rotating guys if they have depth like that. Right. And, and mind you, he he did a he did that on a defense that was frankly better than ours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so yeah. and so we can expect we can expect uh, that he'll do the same on a te- on a defense that we have that must improve uh on paper for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so uh I'm I'm looking forward to what we're gonna do and, and all the these toys that Jim Schwartz has to play with. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw it, but I think it was uh, f- maybe four or five days ago, Jim Schwartz said, he acknowledged at least, the Browns may not lead the league in points per game allowed, but they will lead the league in swag. And I don't know if you I don't know if you believe that, but he de- he definitely have the, has the pieces to do it now. <laughs> well, well, as long as he feels good about it. Because, I mean, <laughs> when, when is the last time you heard a Browns defense coordinator talk like that? 
Never. I, you know, I never have. That, that's what I'm saying. So he's feeling good about it. He's feeling good about everybody he has on, on that side of the ball. And so now, and we know that he's done a good job in, in other places that he's been. And so now it's a matter of getting these guys together, getting them all on the same page and going out there and letting us see this swag that they have. Forget, yeah. forget, we don't really care about the points. We care about wins. <laughs> yes, that's right? true. We care, we care about wins. And so if your defense, if, if it's 44-42 and we win, team going to say, ah, oh, but the defense, so what? We won. Yeah, exactly. We want to win. So now we have to have a, we have a defense now that I think, uh, can stop the run. That was the problem last year. We couldn't stop the run. We were they were getting gassed in the middle, whether it be through the through the uh, run or through by air. It was mm-hmm. right up the hash marks is where we're getting gassed all season. And so I, I think we'll uh, we'll fix that. We have some we brought in some players who uh, can can stop that. Yeah, definitely. And you do that, you you cut the head off the snake in the run game, you force third and mediums, third and longs, makes life for your DBs a lot easier. Like, it's it's a big chain reaction. So stopping the run is going to be huge. Shelby Harris is going to help. It doesn't discount how good the offseason was, too. I think the offseason really, really put an emphasis on it. But Harris adds adds that depth, adds another element to it for sure. I definitely feel good about it. Because I was just talking to someone last week about what do we need? What do we still need? We just talked about, Maybe some, maybe an interior defensive lineman that can yeah. that can help us, and, and we sign him. Yep. Yeah, Andrew Barry's on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> now, we, now we need the team to be on a roll on Sundays. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, teams to be on the roll on Sundays is a big thing. But not to look past tomorrow's game. When you guys are hearing this, it'll be tonight's game uh, against the Washington Commanders. The starters will play in the game, which is. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense. You know, it's a it's a four game preseason. This is the, the week that a lot of starters play too. Um, who are you most looking forward to seeing? Deshaun. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and it doesn't matter. It's not about him going out there and throwing for 100 yards, you know, it's 10, 10 for 100 or whatever. It's about him going out there and having commanded the offense. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's about seeing what Stefanski is going to do with these guys or trying to do with, with the toys that he has, with all these receivers, with Nick Chubb back there and Jerome Ford and David Njoku at tight end. It's, I, I, so I'm looking forward to Deshaun because he's he's the, the driver of this this machine, right? Yes, he and so, is. And, and, and although some people say he didn't play very well when he came back last year, I thought he played pretty good considering. Yeah considering everything that he had been fighting against, you know, not playing in two years, not getting to practice and all that. So now that he has a whole off season, now he's been going through training camp. Now he's got new toys to, to play with. I'm, I'm looking forward to how he, uh, he, he runs the ship. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the most important thing is obviously the quarterback play, but it's just how smooth is it going to be? You know, is it, are they going to avoid third and longs? Are they going to take care of the football? I get it. He probably won't get more than two drives if he even gets two, but it's important to see you know, what he does with those drives and uh, everything like that. I, again, I think the most important thing is just s- security and safety, take care of the ball, no errors, just make sure everything runs smooth. And like you said, just having command of the offense, that's a huge, huge thing. Yeah, because I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking a lot at timing, you know, yep. You know when they when when they do throw the ball because these guys have been together for a, a little while now and so they should mm-hmm. have 
basically have pretty good timing. So I'm looking for the, the situations that uh, Stefanski puts them in as far as the play calls and, and those guys just being on the same page. And, of course, because it's a different speed, because you have a, another team playing against you, it changes everything now. Yeah. So, so you're gonna miss some balls. Some, some are gonna be off. But is, is it one, two, three throw, and the guy was there, and you just missed it, right? Or one, two, three, he threw the ball, and the, and the guy and the receiver missed the ball. It's just things mm-hmm. like that. As long as it's there, that's what I'm. That's what I'm concerned with right now. And I, and I think, I think uh, it will be. I'm, what I'm hearing, you guys have been playing well, and so I'm, I'm just looking forward to this because there's, there's so many people who, who think that. Deshaun is not a very good quarterback or he's not the guy that he used to be. And he's not worth $230 million. $230 million is nothing now, right? Yeah. (laughs) And so we just want him to get back to where he was or even close to it. If if we can get him close to where he was before before he didn't stop playing, uh, I feel good about what this this season can be because the team is obviously better than it was when we went to the playoffs two years ago. Very, very much so, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. The only other thing I'm I'm really going to pay close attention to, well, two things. One, I'm fascinated to see the depth at receiver. Um, I mean, it, we didn't see a ton. There weren't there weren't a ton of uh, the go balls. There weren't a ton of balls at the outside last weekend. I'm fascinated to see if somebody steps up in terms of receiver depth. But the main thing is is again the running back depth because, like I talked about ten minutes ago. Jerome Ford's the backup, right? But who's going to step up if he goes down? He did go down. He hurt his hamstring. You know, it seems like his availability for week one is a little bit up in the air. I couldn't imagine it'd be past week one, but if it's something that nags, like who's going to step up? Is it going to be Kelly? Is it going to be Felton? And I thought they both played really well last week. I'm curious to see if they keep it up. That That's the big thing for me. It's consistency with them. You know, if, if it were me and, and he was, Jerome Ford wasn't able to play, I think I'd have to go with Kelly. Just because, yeah, so just because he's the bigger guy, yeah, um, and 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 he can he can he can make plays both in the run and pass game. I'm not saying that Dimitri can't do it because he's pretty much the same kind of guy I was size wise, mm-hmm. but but in this day and age, I think it, it and how we're trying to play football, I think John Kelly is better fit to be there full time. Yeah, you know, as, as, as opposed to Dimitri because he he can do it, but. It's sure where it gets you worn down quickly. Yeah, very it, much so. Oh God, yeah. So we don't we don't want that. We want him to be there when it's time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We don't want that. Is right. But week two preseason against Washington. When you guys are hearing it, it'll be tonight. Uh, it's going to be a great game. I'm very excited. Any final thoughts before we send send the people off to watch the game? Well, they're too busy worried about their coach being mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> your coach is a little too hard on them, so oh they're worried gosh. about that. They're not worried about playing yeah. the Browns. Oh boy, this, this, I don't understand it. No, nobody wants tough coaching anymore. Nope, talking right? about culture change, right? Right. You you, you want to win games, but you don't want tough coaching. You don't want somebody who's been a winner to come in and show you how he did it when he was winning. And so, exactly. But you know, I. I that's just how it is these days. But when it's all said and done, I think about this football game. I don't care one bit about the commanders. No, no. I care about what the Browns look like. Yes, exactly. And, and, and you know, and and when you're talking about preseason, you don't always have to win the games. Yeah, it's just a matter of making sure that guys go out there, 
They're in the right position. They're making the right plays. They're doing everything possible to put themselves in position to be to be good. And so that's those are the things that I look look at. And I mean, and, and whatever happens happens because this is preseason game. Stuff happens. Yep. But I, so I just I just look forward to it being a good game and and hopefully win. I mean, who cares if we're two and zero in in the preseason <laughs> if, we, if we don't win games in the regular season? But like I said, I'm I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to everything being right tempo, right right steps, being where you're supposed to be each play, whether it be on offense, defense, or special teams, and just giving yourself the best opportunity to succeed. Exactly, exactly. You got to take everything with a grain of salt. We appreciate you guys hopping in. Appreciate you listening today. As always, if you guys aren't following the other socials, we got uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram all linked below for you guys. Again, we appreciate you hopping on. Look forward to seeing what the Browns do and specific players do uh, tonight against Washington. Eric, any final words? Go Browns. Go Browns. (laughs) Let's get better each week. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.